Nikki Haley is resilient. Uh, I and I, you know what, underdog, yeah, I but maybe kind of a scrapper. Don't isn't that what we kind of like? We kind of want that. Uh, lost in South Carolina, okay, her own state. I don't think that's a surprise. I think she'll lose tomorrow here in Michigan. I don't think that's going to be a surprise. Let's find out. Uh, her strategy going forward, though, political strategist, founder and CEO of Freedoms Fund USA, big nonprofit organization there, uh, deals with national security and our freedoms. Ashley Smith-Thomas joins us right now. Hi, good morning, Ashley. Good morning. Thank you for having me. I got to like, though, the resiliency, I guess you could say. It, it. I don't think it comes down to Bish being just prideful or just a dumb move at this point. I think she's in for a reason, Nikki Haley. Am I wrong? I think you are correct in that she is in this for a reason. I think that, you know, she has a message that can resonate with quite a bit of Americans, um, particularly the fact that she um, comes from an immigrant family and then worked hard, business owner, became the governor of a southern state, and then, lo and behold, became the ambassador to the U.N., serving her country. Um, and so I think that she has a message, especially as a woman running for president, um, that's a positive message. And I think that resonates with quite a bit of people. At the same time, I think she's going to have a really hard path ahead of her in terms of what really is her path to victory, because when we watch what has happened here in these primaries, President Trump has, excuse me, has taken the past five states, and the fact that she is staying in and wants to stay in until uh, Super Tuesday, which is March 5th, which is 16 states, I think that's a smart move to stay in through Super Tuesday. But what's going to be, what I'm curious to see and what's going to be interesting is what is she going to do come after Super Tuesday? Because it's already predicted, uh, while there's a little bit um, of polls that shows that Trump will most likely get Michigan, and then we have uh, already polls indicating that he's going to win um, California and Texas during Super Tuesday, which carries the most delegates. And so uh, I think really what's going to be interesting to see is how is she going to uh, move forward post Super Tuesday. And so that's yeah. that's what I'm curious. But I think her resiliency um, is a good thing because I think that's what helps keep this race competitive. We're just talking with our friend Kyle Malin uh, from MERS News on this uh, a little bit. Yeah, uh, there's message and staying on point and and having that message and everything. But really, it does come down to ability to raise money, doesn't it? It does. And unfortunately, over the weekend, what was interesting was that the Koch organization, Americans for Prosperity, it was actually reported that they halted their funding to her campaign after she lost South Carolina. And so the group, according to a Bloomberg report, had spent $32 million to boost her campaign against Trump. And so the fact that she lost such a huge backer uh, makes me wonder, okay, then how many other donors are going to stay in the fight with her or how many are actually going to back out? And so the fact that now there's going to be this you know, shifting or will there be a shifting um, of these donors, time will tell because you've got to have the funds to keep your campaign going. And so when you have a major organization like the Cokes uh, back out from helping your campaign, that in itself is quite telling. But hasn't a lot of her, well, not a lot of her money, but uh, hasn't she had a really big grassroots sort of private donor Base. She has. She, she's had some, but I would say not to the level of, in terms of grassroots, I would say oh, not no. to the level of, of President Trump. I mean, when you look at 
she's when you look at kind of the the donors, it's more of what you know some of your conservatives would call quote establishment type you know donors. Um, she's resonating very well with um, with that group of people, but at the same time, in terms of like genuine grassroots, that twenty dollars, fifty dollars, hundred dollars, that's been Trump, and Trump has really just blown um, the fundraising out of the water in terms of really engaging that grassroots, and that's where Nikki tends to kind of struggle. But she's she's obtained more of your bigger donations from larger donors, um, while Trump has been able to maintain that grassroots movement. Um, but in itself, again, it's, it's going to be telling to see really what is her path to victory. And I think if she can explain that to the American people, explain that to the donors, what her path to victory is leading up to Super Tuesday, because it's already predicted that Trump is already going to secure Super Tuesday. And if that's the case, then how does she plan on beating him? What's her strategy? What's her message? And I think she needs to to get that out to the donors and to the people if she really wants to have a chance, a shot at beating Trump during Super Tuesday. Is her? Do you think her motivation is? Um, I mean, obviously she wants to win. Yeah, yeah. But is it about making speeches and getting a message out there at this point, as opposed to yeah, it's okay if I don't win because I don't think I have much of a chance, but I do still have to still fight. It's like uh, when you have a really big underdog football team at the Super Bowl, they still show up. Sure. I I think that she genuinely believes, because when you listen to her speeches, um, and she says it with such conviction, I truly believe that she believes that the American people want her. I really believe that she is sticking it out because she has said this several times when you listen to different clips and that people don't want Donald Trump or Joe Biden. They don't want a repeat of 2020. Um, so the more that she keeps saying that message and the more that she keeps doing that, I really believe that she truly thinks that she's the best chance for the American people so that we don't have a repeat of 2020. Um, unfortunately, I think the more that she keeps doing that, she's going to come across like Hillary Clinton in 2016. Because when mm. you look at Hillary in 2016, she couldn't believe she she kept saying that the American people wanted her, and she couldn't believe that the people actually voted for Trump. And so I'm starting to hear kind of similar messaging based on like what we saw in 2016. And if and if Haley's not careful, she's going to start alienating quite a bit of people. And so I think with that, um, hopefully she can stay on target of why she is running, um, and really what what is her policy, what is her strategy, what are things that she's going to implement if she was to become the first female president of the United States, what what are the policies? And right now we're not really hearing any policy discussions from her or from her campaign. Um, So I think that if she can get that message out, if she can share, hey, this is my path to victory, I think that could help shift things. But right now it just looks like um, we're starting to see kind of a repeat of 2016, I feel like. Yeah, it's mostly it's, hey, I'm not that guy. Uh, kind of a Chris Christie thing. One last thing, 45 seconds. Cabinet position for her or not? I don't think so, no. Um, the fact that uh, I think if she would not have ran as president um, and would not be taking some of these cheap shots towards Trump, um, I think that, yes, she would have definitely had a cabinet position. But now I don't think that uh, Trump would even consider her for a cabinet position, especially since she came out saying that she would most likely not support Trump as the Republican nominee if he's chosen. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Ashley Smith Thomas, it's always good to talk to you. Uh, So have a a wonderful day. We'll uh, maybe we'll chat again after tomorrow for Michigan. Sounds great. Thank you for having me. See you later. It's your morning wake up. Mike Austin here on 1320 WILS.